We believe that testing, not guessing, gets results. Today's auto needs professional, skilled mechanics. And not to toot our own horn too much, but you'll get the most reliable repair with Holmes Auto Works using the highest quality parts. Bumper-to-bumper repairs, engine diagnostics, brakes, and electrical. We're at Edgewater. Holmes Auto Works works. This is Amy Ryan from the WSBB Volusia County Newsroom. The news is brought to you in part by Volusia Eye Associates. Advanced Eye Care, Local Convenience. 2020 Volusia County News, only on the stations of WSBB. WSBB! Well, good morning and welcome to this new work week. It's Amy Ryan taking things over here in Studio 1A because it is time that we turn our attention and focus on all things elder law. We do this each and every Monday at this time with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Good morning to you. How are you, Sherry? I'm very good, Amy. How about you? Doing well. You had a good weekend? I did. A lot of outdoors. A beautiful uh, weekend to be outside. So we got. I tried to get a little head start on the yard work and trimming up and fixing up and. Good for that. you. Being productive. A bit sore. Yeah, I'll try to be, but. Um, yeah, it was a really nice weekend. It was gorgeous. Yesterday, was it was just stunning outside. We had that storm system, right, that rolled yeah. in, and I think it just cleared everything out, and we we were able to enjoy some time outside. Well, he's going to get here soon enough, it's, so we thought better sure. moving on some enjoy, of the things. <laughs> enjoy it while we can. So, Ms. Sherry, you know, we have a lot of folks that they move down here or they, they have dual residencies. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about homestead and how that fits into estate planning. You know, as I was working at the home house this weekend, I was thinking about, you know, you know, folks or maybe some winter residents who are here right now visiting, thinking, hey, this is a great place to live. And, uh, and it is a marvelous place to live. Um, and they want to move here. And, uh, and I thought, well, maybe this might be a good topic to talk about, especially the impact of homestead and how those homestead rules interact with your estate plan. And, of all the changes, of all the, the laws that are different in Florida versus other states, and there, of course there, there are many, Homestead is probably the biggest one, the one that doesn't even make a whole lot of sense even to Florida lawyers, and it's complicated. And it has, there's a variety of Homestead, you know, definitions and, and how Homestead works in. But what I'd like to talk to you about today is uh, how, you know, Homestead status, if your, uh, status of your real estate factors into your estate plan, particularly what you can and cannot do. With, uh, with the homestead in your estate plan. Um, you know, people mostly think of homestead as uh, relating to their real estate taxes. And right. We're, you know, we're going to talk about that here in a couple weeks. But um, but homestead's got a couple different um, factors here. In particular, Florida protects a homestead of an individual from creditor's claims, which means that if you have a bill or you get in a car accident or whatever, no one can take your house from you because we have this public policy that we want you to have a place to live. Um, but more importantly is if you are survived by a spouse or a minor child and just one, in this case, just one, one of the spouses owns the home, the homestead, you can't give that homestead to anybody else other than the spouse or the minor child. Really? That's correct. And so as we look at senior, um, folks who are uh, in blended families, and there's many of those out there where, you know, um, children from a first marriage and a second marriage, and, and, and a lot of times a second marriage is, you know, 30, 40, is, is you know, very, very long. Um, 
but there are still children from other marriages or other relationships sure. out there that are intended to be benefited by certain gifts and everything. And of course, with a lot of people, their homes where you live is their primary asset. But again, you can't just, you know, if you've got an estate plan that leaves your house to, you know, your children with the expectation that your spouse is going to then find someplace else to live or, you know, live in right. another home or something like that. Um, you want to definitely double check that with your, with your, you know, with Florida Council. So you couldn't just say, hey, I, I want to leave this to my next of kin. If it's homesteaded, it's got to go to a spouse or, or minor child. Minor, minor child. If you have, if, if you were survived by a spouse or a minor child, then you cannot leave your homestead to anybody other than the spouse or the minor child. Unless you stipulate it in a plan or no, even if it's in a plan. If it's in a plan. If it's in a plan, you can. You have a will that leaves your your homestead house to your children from a prior marriage, and it would be considered an invalid uh, devise of the homestead. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and do you run into this a lot? I I mean, I'm I'm shocked by this. Actually, we do. And, uh, and, you know, know, here we can get into actually a definition of, of what properties are exempt from this definition of homestead for this particular purpose. But, um, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I do see that where the home is devised in a will to, you know, children, there's a spouse, uh, and then the spouse wants to know, well, what, what is their rights to the property? And even with this devise, um, the property, you know, the spouse still has an interest in it. So what happens if, you know, in a, you know, a previous, you know, say a state plan, it was left to someone that was not the spouse, not the surviving child. Now that person is deceased. Then, then what happens? Well, um, if the, let's let's say we have a will that leaves Mm -hmm. a house to children from a prior marriage and there's a surviving spouse, the surviving spouse has the right to a an automatic right to a life estate interest in the property. Uh, now the statutes read, and, and I say now, really the last ten, fifteen, it's been a while. Uh, the statute allows the spouse to elect to take a one half interest in the property um, with whoever else is going to inherit it, uh, and that would give them the ability to then sell the property and then get okay. one half of the proceeds of the uh, the property. And now this one half interest is whether the surviving spouse is 40 or 50 years old or, or 80 or 90 years old. And you see, one thing you look at and you think about, well, what, what is the value of a life estate interest? And typically that's, it's an actuarial calculation based upon the value of the property and the life expectancy of the person who owns the life estate interest. And so you can take somebody who's, say, 85 or 90 years old, mm-hmm. and that ends up making valuing the life estate as a relatively small or a smaller portion of the value of the house. But the spouse within six months from the date of death, and that's another reason why if you're a spouse in this situation, you need to get counsel, can make an election through the probate court to claim a one-half interest in the property as an ownership interest. So when we come back, let's delve into some of those specific definitions. We are talking elder law with Ms. Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. And you are listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. The subscription radio services have their opinion. You must pay for everything in this world one way and another. Now hold on, that's not true. There is nothing free. We are. Thanks for supporting free radio. WSBB.
From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. A number of federal, state, and local officials met over the weekend to discuss the future of Florida's water quality. Kelly McGee is with Riverside Conservancy and has more. It was quite the event. I mean, to see so many people took time out on a Saturday to come and discuss water quality and resiliency and the culmination of years that went into preparing the Mosquito Lagoon Reasonable Assurance Plan for clean water. McGee says a great deal of work has been going on behind the scenes for the last several years to outline and implement the goals that are now part of Volusia's Water Quality Action Plan. We have tremendous momentum at all levels. We have wonderful community activists, members of the public. We have all of our local governments working together towards water quality. We have the county government leading the way. We have our state government bringing new programs on board in a really strategic way. And, you know, finally, at the federal level, we have a member of Congress who is working really hard to increase the state revolving loan funds, which are funds that our local governments can use for water quality. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This Volusia County 2020 News Update is brought to you by Volusia Eye Associates, providing medical and surgical eye care, advanced surgical care, local convenience. Hi, I'm Dr. Hank Routh. Thank you to the readers of the Hometown News for voting me best ophthalmologist for the fourth year in a row. At Volusia Eye, we provide advanced eye care to the people of our community with the latest surgical techniques, including dropless cataract surgery, the eye stent device for glaucoma, and the panoptics trifocal intraocular lens. Learn more about our eye care services at volusiaeye.com. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home in the near future? Hi, I'm Carl Vasile with Exit Real Estate Property Solutions and Team Vasile. My team and I are dedicated to helping you with a smooth buying or selling transaction. Our goal is to find you and your family the perfect home. We're well-known and well-knowledged in the area. Give us a call today at 386-527-5357 or go to the website floridarealestatepros.com. This new year brings big changes to how retirement plans are addressed in estate planning. The SECURE Act has a major effect on retirement plans in a number of different ways, including stretch IRAs, required minimum distributions, contributions, withdrawals, and more. Given these new changes, it's important that you speak with an attorney who can help you navigate these complexities. Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand focuses her practice on elder law and estate planning. Sherry can advise you on your estate plan and retirement plan elections and bring them up to date with these latest changes. Professional, experienced, and responsive. Call today and see what Aiken Law can do for you at 386-738-5599 or stop by in person, 600 West New York Avenue in DeLand. It's time to get moving, regain your stride, rebuild your strength, reclaim the joy of life in motion. The orthopedic specialists at Advent Health are here to help with nationally recognized expertise and whole person care that heals body, mind, and spirit. Our treatments are backed by research, but centered around you for help with every step, stretch, move, and milestone on your way back to feeling whole. Advent Health, feel whole. 
Call 386-210-0310 today to schedule your appointment with Browning or Dr. White. That's 386-210-0310. And we're back. We're continuing our focus this morning on elder law, talking estate planning with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. And Sherry, for folks that are listening this morning, if they want to reach out to you, what's a good way for them to get in touch with you? And that's 386-738-5599. Or email me at radio at Aiken's A-K-I-N dash law law.com where they could always stop by you've got a beautiful yeah. office there the office is right uh, just west of downtown deland at 600 west new york avenue and plenty of parking i know parking is at a, a premium sometimes over there the way that it is over mm-hmm. here but that is not an issue at your office no, we have parking and we're hand our office is handicap accessible we're really really happy with this building so you said something really interesting while we were on the break um when it comes to waiving your homestead rights you can't just you can't just wave them and say no done and and what would be the reason that somebody would do that well the statutes uh, permit uh, spouses as part of a prenuptial or postnuptial because you can do postnuptial um, agreements in Florida to waive inheritance rights and stuff like that and typically that's done as part of an agreement between um, spouses who possibly have who typically who typically do have children from prior marriages or relationships that you know, my assets are going to go to my kids and your assets are going to go to your kids and stuff like that. So it's an agreement. And one of the things that the Florida statutes require is that if you're going to waive homestead rights, that those rights need to be specifically waived. So again, if you're moving to Florida from another state and you have a prenuptial agreement or or a marital agreement Mm -hmm. uh, in that state, you want to bring that to your uh, Florida state planning attorney to make sure that the language in that agreement is broad enough and broad enough and specific enough to waive all Florida inheritance rights because spouses have a lot of rights in Florida by statute. The elective share, which again, a lot of states have something like that. Florida's is a little bit unique in that it's uh, based upon all assets, not just probate assets. But again, the the homestead rights and homestead rights attach automatically and they attach almost to the property as much as the person, but to the property. And people run into homestead issues when they later go to sell real estate. So again, it's not an issue. Everyone's fine. You know, the house is going to go to the kids or what, you know, you know let's go back to my will example that um, we're going to leave the property to the children and, and perhaps the spouse isn't going to object to that. But down the road, the children want to sell the real estate. Well, the title people, you know, will say, well, you don't really have, you're not really the owner mm-hmm. of this property because of all of these other things that should have taken place. So as much as just making sure that the property title remains um, clear and, and easily saleable, you want to be sure that the real estate is taken care of properly in your estate plan. So you can't just waive your rights. And if, if you do have well, homestead, you can wait, you can, you can, but you have it, to specifically, it, ha- it has to be in writing, right? You know, and, and typically, you know, the proper waiver right specifically refers to um, a homestead rights provided by, both the Florida Constitution and statute. And that's really where this law is found. This is not just a rule. It's not just a statute. It's in the Constitution, you know, that says these things. And if you have a homestead in place, it's automatic that it's going to go to a surviving spouse. So, for example, yes, for example, you you live here and you own a home and you get married. Right. Okay. Um, Well, your new spouse automatically has 
rights to that house, even if the expectation was that you're going to give this house at your death to, you know, a child or something like that, um, a child or um, a niece or nephew and anybody else other than the spouse. Um, the spouse rights automatically attach to the house. The spouse doesn't do anything, have to do anything to, to get those rights. They just attach. And so that's one of those things that uh, when you're looking at, you know, getting married or again, moving here, you want to be sure. I mean, it's entirely possible that, again, what you want to do is, is, is an agreement between the two parties and, and everyone agrees on it, but you want to make sure that you've got the paperwork in place to permit that to happen because these rights automatically establish. And even if there, again, there, even if there isn't any uh, conflict among the, between the spouse and the children or the, whoever the recipient is, you're going to have title problems with your real estate down the road. Does that happen right away upon marriage or do you have to be married X amount of years before that kicks in? How does that work? You mean the rights? Right. Right. Right, right away. Right, yeah. Immediately. Three to, yeah, two days, three days. Yeah, the length of marriage does not, um, is not impacted, nor is the quality of the marriage. <laughs> now, let's, let's go back to that one too. Nor is the quality of the marriage relevant to this too, because again, I, I see people, um, I don't want to say regularly, but an amazing number of them who are long-term separated. Oh, even if you're separated, that doesn't matter if you're not divorced. Yeah. Wow. You're not divorced till you're divorced. And all these statutory rights that people have um, as as spouses apply, whether you are fighting with each other every single day or you haven't seen each other in 20 years. And and I have and I've had clients say, well, that doesn't matter because you know she's off there and I'm over here or he's over there and, and you know we've you know and and then my question is, well, and how did this happen? And they say, well, we we agreed just to go our separate ways. I'm like, good. You have a piece of paper that says that, that says you that, know. Right. And ideally, I mean, and 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 I understand for religious reasons and other reasons that there's, you know, there, there are reasons for proceeding that way, but. If you're going to do that, you need to have as part of your breaking up or your splitting up or whatever it is you're doing, a uh, you know you need both of you need to sign something that you know mutually waives spousal rights, including homestead rights and stuff like that, and real estate, so that you know, down the road when somebody dies, we don't have to go and find you, because we do have to find you. If you're not you know you're not divorced till you're divorced. You know? So do those rights automatically terminate in the case of a divorce? Yes. They those do. rights, yes. As in, in the case of a divorce, those rights are terminated. Okay. We are talking elder law and estate planning with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We'll be back with more on the other side of this. And you are listening to the stations of WSBB Radio. Situation's out of control. Calm down, please. Don't be confused. Give me your attention for a moment. There is only one WSBB. WSBB. Repeat after me. Say the word mean. Now say the word clean. Now put them together, mean, clean. Now you know the name of the best carpet and upholstery cleaning, damage restoration, and odor control within the sound of my voice. For the best service, call Master Technician Wayne at 423-5629. You'll be glad you did. Now once again, what's the name for your carpet and upholstery cleaning? That's right, mean, clean. You got it. Get mean, clean. You've heard that Lindley's Garden Center has it all, and they do. They've got colorful, cold-hardy plants, camellias, winter vegetables and herbs, and frost blankets to protect your tender plants during a cold snap. 
you can always find beautiful pots and water fountains perfect for a patio. Birdhouses and baths, indoor plants, and fertilizers to keep everything growing. See, Lindley's Garden Center has it all. Plants, pottery, and personality. Lindley's, in the Garden District on West Canal Street, here's to a great growing year that always start at Lindley's. Making your business their business. The DeLand Area Chamber of Commerce is excited about new opportunities to help build your business and now offering a fun new twist on networking. Calling all members for the Volusia Vibe Business After Hours experience. Get set for challenges, prizes, and business fun like you've never seen. Enjoy fresh hors d'oeuvres, free drinks, and networking abound. Just another way the member benefits are endless. Learn more now at DeLandChamber.org. Once upon a time, there was a man, and because this man had nothing better to do, he opened a hardware store, Coronado Hardware in New Smyrna Beach. Later, he opened up another, Anchor Hardware in Oak Hill. Family owned and operated for over 30 years, and the winner of many Star of the South awards, we cater to your local needs. After all, isn't it nice to walk into a store where someone can find you what you need, even when you don't know what it is? Coronado Hardware on the beachside in New Smyrna Beach in Anchor Hardware in Oak Hill, your local neighborhood hardware stores. Just for you, WSBB. And we're back. Focusing this morning on elder law and estate planning with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Sherry, one more time for folks that are listening, if they want to reach out, ask you a question or two, what's a good way for them to reach you? Give me a call over in DeLand, 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com or stop in to see us at 600 West New York Avenue. So we were talking, um, you know, just before the break that these homestead rights go into effect immediately upon marriage. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be married for 10 years. It's automatic. And if you're... (laughs) If you're separated, you probably should have something in writing because if it's not a divorce, they're gonna your spouse is getting that property. That, that's right. Or we're or we're gonna have to go find them. I mean, maybe the spouse doesn't want the property, but we got to go find them. We got to go, you know, dredge all that up again. You know, however many years down the road. So if you're gonna be separated and not without the expectation or the intention of divorce, you want to consider down the road. You know what? You know, waiving all of those rights because again, elective share would attach still. But the particular because it's real estate and, and it's different than a bank account. It's it's real estate and, and and because we want to be sure that when we sell real estate we're transferring the real estate to the next owner without any ownership interest or claims against it by other people. We we really much want to make sure that it's transferred, especially at death, the correct way. Now, do you run into people that are surprised the way that I was to hear that when you have a homestead in place, it's automatic that it's going to go to the the spouse or the child. You can't just say, hey, I want to leave it here. I want to leave it here. It it, it doesn't work that way. I, it, it does. It, yeah, I am. And I, what I really run into are children of um, of the deceased person who's surprised that you know, the, the parent or the, not the parent, the step-parent has sure. this, this right in this home. Well, this is the family home. We've always had this house. I'm like, well, but, you know, you still have these rights that attach. And that's one of those things that you really, again, want to make sure of is that everyone knows what everyone is happening because even the life estate, they, they think, well, that's fine. Mom can, or stepmom can still live in this house, but it's still our house. And again, like I said, they changed the statute a number of years ago to permit the surviving spouse to elect out of the lifetime life estate 
and to claim a one-half ownership interest in the property. And the reason they changed this statute um, so many years ago was we had surviving spouses with life estate interest in houses that they couldn't afford. You know, you can think about it. Now we're on one income. Right. You know, retirement, you know, pension's gone. Uh, Social Security is gone. And so now we're down to one income. So we've got one individual maintaining 100% of those household expenses to a home, which was possibly, you know, very comfortable when there were two people living in, you know, living and contributing to those expenses. But now that there's just one, it isn't. So, so we had, um, and then we deal with real estate taxes and other things that at the time the statute was changed were very big issues financially uh, in the lives of, um, of widows and widowers in our state. So, so now you have the spouse owning one half interest in the property. And if the spouse owns a one half interest in the property, um, that person can force the sale of the property. So, you know, get their one half interest out, you know, pay it out and then and move on to something that's small. That was the idea that they could, the property could be sold. The surviving spouse could then take their one half interest, the value of that one half interest and go and purchase something that was more appropriate for that particular stage in life. So in, in cases where, say it's, it's the second marriage, but there's a biological child from the first marriage and there's no plan in place at all. Is it automatically going to go to the spouse or the child? In, again, the child's an adult child. Right. An adult child. Um, the, uh, and if there's no will, then the property would um, give the spouse the right to choose between the life estate and, and the one-half ownership interest in the real estate. The spouse would have some ownership interest in that real estate. With a child that's not the child of the surviving spouse, then the, the spouse would not receive a 100% interest in that property. It's a lot to navigate and a lot to keep track of. Well, and the other thing to think about, too, is with Homestead is that, you know, if you don't have a surviving spouse, then you can leave their house to whoever you want. So you don't have a surviving spouse, but you've got a girlfriend. Sure. You can leave the house to the girlfriend in a will and your children have no rights to it at all. That will got to have it in yeah, place. It really, it's to say if you really want your assets to go where you want them to go, you have a will. One more time before we have to sign off, give that contact information. Call me in Deland at three eight six seven three eight five five nine nine. Email me at radio at aiken law dot com or stop in to see us six hundred West New York Avenue in Deland. Miss Sherry, always a pleasure. We have been focusing this morning on Elder Law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. We're going to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour, and then we'll get you back to more of the very best music to get you through this Monday. Do make it a great today.